Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants huddle podcast. My name is John Schmelk. Today, a conversation with two giant running backs fighting for spots on the depth chart behind Saquon Barkley and Matt Breda to a certain extent, Jay Sean Corbin, a rookie out of Florida State, and Antonio Williams, who was the first player that Joe Shane and Brian Dable brought in this offseason when they got here, a first-year player who was with the Buffalo Bills and now with the New York football Giants. So we're going to talk to both these guys about the upcoming preseason game against the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday night. We're going to talk about what they've done in their career so far, the offense, their role, how they run. It'll be a lot of good information, and you'll learn a little bit about these two running backs who both had really good showings in their first preseason game against the New England Patriots last Thursday, and again, could be fighting for spots on the roster, on the depth chart, on the practice squad as they compete in that very crowded running back room with Saquon Barkley, Matt Breda, uh, Gary Brightwell, who's banged up a little bit this week. And of course, and like I mentioned, you have Jay Sean Corbin and Antonio Williams. Just as a reminder, everybody, Giants training camp in 2022 is presented by Ford, the official SUV of the New York Giants. We're going to lead off with the Rook out of Florida State. Here's my conversation with Jay Sean Corbin. And now we're joined by Giants rookie running back Jay Sean Corbin. Jay Sean, how are you, man? Nice to meet you. I'm doing good. Nice to meet you. So what has the NFL rookie experience been like for you, man, if you can sum it up? <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. Just, you know, go from obviously your college season, you know, get ready for the combines, pro days, and you come right into uh, rookie minicamp and the OTA. It's just kind of been just back to back to back, but it's been a great experience. It's everything that I've ever, you know, dreamed of. So it's, it's been great. I know some guys like to carry a chip on their shoulder if they go undrafted. Some guys don't care. They just move on. Did you, like, get really annoyed by it and now you want to prove people wrong? Like, how, how do you just like, kind of deal with that in your head and emotionally? Yeah, it definitely uh, was a big chip on my shoulder just because I feel like, you know, maybe my name should have gotten called, but um, maybe it was God's plan for me not to. And um, just carry that chip on my shoulder every day and then you know, I just take it day by day. Well, I'll be honest with you. I've talked to a bunch of guys and that have gone in the seventh round, right, or late, and they're like, you know what? I wish I could have picked where I wanted to go. Like, so now that you've been here for a while, are you like, well, you know what? I think I wound up where I needed to be. Yeah, it's definitely kind of like a blessing in disguise because ended up here, you know, with New York Giants is like, I, I couldn't have dreamed of anything better. Um, you know, getting to play with Saquon, Matt Breida, you know, all the guys are in the room. It's like, it's, it's crazy. Almost, it's like, like I said, it's a blessing in disguise, honestly. 
So what is the running back room like, Saquon, like, ruling the roost there? I know Matt's more of a veteran than he is. So I could, What's the relationship between you guys in that room, and, and how do you guys work together to try to improve as a group? Uh, the relationship is amazing. Like, coming in, I was, like, I just, I was kind of nervous. I didn't really know, like, you know, how's Saquon going to be? How, you know, how the, you know, the older guys are going to accept me? But, like, when I walked in, it was, you'd have thought I was, you know, with the group for, you know, years already. So it's been great, great just working alongside those guys. Everybody's trying to help each other. You know, we're competing against each other. So uh, I think it's, it's great. It's all love. Have you had to sing yet? Not yet. I don't want to jinx that, though, but not, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I think it might. I don't know if it's coming or not, but I would assume it will at some point. Uh, do you have a plan if they ask you? Yeah, I, I'll probably sing um, Michael Jackson Rock With You. That's like one of my favorite songs. Uh, but hopefully I don't get called. But with my luck, I think I'll probably go up there and get called. <laughs> hey, look, you can't go with Michael Jackson. Uh, did you watch the first episode of Hard Knocks with the Lions at all? Uh, I watched one episode. Yeah, so Aiden Hutchinson did Billy Jean, Michael Jackson, and, and the whole room took off. So just try to copy that, you'll be fine. <laughs> Especially like if you have a song that kind of everybody knows, they can get a, like, you know, they can sing along with you. Uh, that, that's kind of like one of the crowd favorites. Absolutely. All right. So now you're, you're in the room, you're working with the coaches and then the other running backs. What's been your big focus since you've gotten here on things you're trying to work on and improve on? Yeah, just to prove myself right and prove myself to these coaches and, you know, to a lot of the guys here, what's well, all the guys here, just showing, you know, I can play ball, um, whether it be special teams, running back, whatever I need to do, you know, to help this team and, you know, to make a splash on this team. That's what I'm here to do. What's the playbook been like and how does it compare to, to what you kind of did in college? Yeah, the playbook was at first it was like, wow, this is this is tough. Um, but, you know, just extra studying, um, you know, a lot of guys have been helping me you know, with the playbook. So over, over time, I kind of started learning, you know, knowing what to you know, listen to, what to hear. Um, not kind of, I want to say down pack, but I'm pretty confident in myself when I go out there. Don't feel bad. I've had eight-year vets tell me, dude, this playbook's a little bit rough, so don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, so as you've gotten more comfortable, have you felt that you've been able to unleash your running style a little bit more as you've kind of been able to react more than think out there on the field? Yeah, definitely. The, the comfort level, you know, the more reps that you get, um, you're, you know, you're more comfortable. You're able to be yourself. Um, you know, you can make a lot of cuts, a lot of reads that you want. You're not so uptight, just not trying to mess up. Um, so I think just over time, you know, getting more and more reps, um, I was able to just be comfortable and just show everybody what I can do. A Giant fans got a taste of what you can do in the first preseason game. How would you describe your running style and how you like to try to go about your business once you have the ball in your hands? Uh, I would say just a, a versatile, um, explosive guy. You know, I can run the ball, catch the ball, um, return kicks, anything that, you know, a coach asks for me, I can do. You know, pass, protect, um, and explosive, one cut, and I see the hole, I hit it. Um, I like how that kind of describes my playing style, kind of an all-around back who can do it all. You know, it's funny to use the word explosive because when we were talking about how you looked on the field on Thursday, that, that that's what we use too because it's it's speed and it's quickness, but it's also power, right? So you can run through arm tackles, and it seems like you kind of combine those facets to, to kind of make you elusive, but you can run through contact too, right? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of uh, – I guess that's kind of been – I guess God-given, you know, I've always had that ever since I was, you know, younger. Um, obviously, getting stronger, um, I kind of just enhanced my game. So I kind of try to work at everything because I feel like when, when you can master all things, it's, it's hard to stop. All right, you mentioned two other things that running backs have to be good at, right? You talked about working in the pass game. You talked about catching passes, also pass protection, right? If they can't trust you to protect the quarterback, 
you're not going to play, right? So how was that aspect come? You see, I think you caught five passes right in the first preseason game. How's the pass row part of that coming along? Uh, it's been coming along great. Um, you know, our defense, they especially especially at practice, they're um, they're, it's, it seems like it's a blitz coming from everywhere. It's like people coming from the sidelines. Um, but, you know, just getting that look every day and then competing with guys, you know, like I said, the more reps that you get, kind of the more comfortable that you are. Um, you kind of know what to look for. There are certain tendencies that kind of help you out. Um, and obviously, just watching film, you know, watching film on Cincinnati, New England, whoever it is that the opponent is, um, kind of just watching film, studying you know, who you're going to go against. That kind of gives you an idea of you know, what you're going to see when you play. And how about special teams? You talk about being a returner, coverage stuff too, right? That's how you get on the 53. If you can contribute on all four teams and right. you can you can work. Where have you been working on, on specials besides in the returns game? Um, pretty much everywhere. Whatever you know, Coach T-Mac wants me to do, um, you know, I'm willing to do it. It doesn't matter if he tells me to go out there and try to kick a field goal. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to do whatever you know I can to help this team. So just kind of you know studying. Maybe if you're not getting the rep, just be on the sidelines, you know, just watching you know, where I could be at. Um, just getting mental reps. And then when I go out there, you know, showcase the best of my ability did you do a lot of special teams at florida state or no um i wouldn't say in the game but obviously like in practice uh, coach norvell uh, he did a good job of you know whether you're a starter you know or whether you're fighting for a spot you know everybody was at least going to get a mental rep at special teams so it's kind of been um, a smooth transition for me all right so let's look ahead now preseason game number two coming up later this week on sunday what are your goals what are you trying to improve on after you looked at the tape from thursday and you're like all right well i need to Take A, B, and C and try to get better at those things. Um, I would just say just obviously getting more comfortable with the speed of going against, you know, just NFL competition. Um, and then just trying to improve, you know, from last game. You know, you never want to uh, take steps back. You always want to uh, improve. So I guess just kind of uh, just improve my game and catching the ball, returning, pass pro, just everything that I did last game, just try to be better, um, you know, coming up. So that's kind of what I've been trying to improve. Anything surprise you in your first NFL game? You're like, whoo, I didn't expect that. Uh, I would say probably the speed, just the speed of, you know, your eyes getting adjusted to, you know, how fast things are moving. And then obviously just first game, just the butterflies. I was obviously I always have butterflies every game, but uh, this one felt a little different. Um, but it's just like every other time, once I get tackled, you make contact with somebody, it goes away. And it's just football after that. You talk about learning the pass pro because of the way Wink runs his defense in practice, right? So let me, let me ask you this way. Does it help you because you have to sink or swim? Or in some ways, are they throwing so much at you that sometimes maybe you're drowning a little bit because you're trying to like drink out of a fire hose, right? It's just so much coming at you and it's tough. So how does that impact you trying to learn that stuff when you're going up against such an aggressive defense? Oh, no, it definitely helps because, you know, you never know, you know what a defense is going to bring to you every week. So seeing, you know, what Wink does is like you pretty much have seen everything. Um, for the most part. So I think it, it definitely helped, uh, especially me. If I was, I'll speak for myself. It definitely helped me um, in a big way. I want to ask you about a couple of the young guys in the room. Give me, give me something on Gary, on Antonio, and on Sandro. How you've been working together and, and what you like about them as running backs. Yeah, they're all like, like me. They can do everything that you want. You know, catch the ball, run the ball. You know, they play special teams, pass protect. Um, they pretty much do everything. That's, that's the great thing. And then the, the best part is, you know, we all get along. We're all like, trying to help each other. We're all competing with each other. And at the end of the day, we're all brothers. So it's like, it's, it's just a love thing. So um, I'm just thankful to, you know, get place until this running back room with such a great guy so it's, it's amazing what were your expectations when you first met brian dable and how was that matched the reality uh i said my first expectation i was like i was nervous i was i was nervous i was just like 
kind of stay out of his way. Don't want to, you know, you know, just typical rookie things. But you know, Coach Davis is, is an amazing coach. You know, he really takes care of his players. Um, obviously, when it's time to work, is we're going to work. Um, but you know, he really looks out for us, and he, you could tell that he actually cares for us as you know human beings. So uh, I love Coach Davis, and I'm just thankful to be here. Finally, last question. You asked, you talked about the playbook, how it's complicated. Well, let's talk about how that is going to impact defenses that play you guys, right? Do you think defenses' heads are going to be spinning with all the pre-snap movement and all the different things that you guys are going to do? Yeah, for sure. It definitely keeps the defense honest because you never know, um, know what we'll be able to do. Just, you know, the type of guys that we have in our in our room, receiver room, tight end room, everybody can um, – pretty versatile. So, you know, you have minds like uh, Dave's. You know, it's hard to prepare for. So I think it'll be, it'll be a special to watch. Let me just follow up on that in terms of the running game specifically. Like you guys ran a lot of power stuff. You had a lot of pulling guards and stuff in the game on Thursday. Uh, where are you guys, you think, in terms of comfort level? Are you guys feeling better about your gap and power stuff? Are you feeling better about the zone stuff right now? Where are you guys in the offensive line as a unit really most comfortable running your best stuff? Uh, honestly, I would say we're comfortable running anything. Um, as, like I said, we have a great offensive line, um, great coaches, you know, great running backs. Uh, so I feel like we're comfortable you know, pretty much anything that coach uh, calls. Good stuff. Jay Sean, nice meeting you, man. Appreciate it. Best of luck on Sunday. No, thank you for having me. It was a blessing just to be here, and I'm just thankful. Thank you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Giant fans, as a reminder, Giant season tickets are on sale now for the 2022 season. In addition to ticket savings, membership benefits include access to exclusive events, experiences, pre-sales, more. You can lock in your seat starting at just $100. Call 888-NYG-1925 or visit Giants.com slash tickets for more information. All right, and now we're joined by Giants running back Antonio Williams. Antonio, nice to meet you, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Had a good practice today and excited to be out here with the team every day. So, How do you think training camp has been going for you so far? Yeah, it's been going pretty well. Um, definitely definitely been trying to just you know do, the job, do my job the best that I possibly can, uh, make sure I'm there on special teams, make sure I'm evident on, in the running back room as well, and, and just trying to be, help be a good leader in that room, uh, being a guy that knew Dave's and, and Joe from the uh, Bills. You know, I'm just trying to help the transition be easier for guys within the room and on the team. Yeah, and we're going to talk about all that, but you mentioned the special teams. Let's start there. You know, when you're a you know, second stringer, third stringer, you got to be a factor on special teams, right? In that first preseason game, you were involved in a couple of tackles. Were you smiling wide, walking out of that game, showing that, yeah, look, this is what I can do on specials? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, it felt good to go out there and make plays on special teams the same way. And, you know, I, I look at special teams the same way I look at offense. You know, if I can be productive on offense, it's a good day. If I can be productive on special teams, it's a good day. And uh, luckily, you know, in that game, I was productive on both. But going back to that special teams, it feels good to run down on kickoff and, and try to take somebody's head off every now and then. So I uh, definitely had a, had a smile on my face coming off the field. I'd like to be on the delivering end of hits rather than the receiving, right? Absolutely. absolutely. 
All right, how about the running part of the game? You broke some tackles. You ran the ball hard. Uh, I know you had a, a bit of a cameo in the one big game you had for the Bills last year, right? You had the two touchdowns in the game. Uh, how much, let's go back, how much did that game and your performance in that game last year for the Bills give you confidence that, yeah, when I, if I get the opportunity, I can really do this? You know, having uh, a good game in the NFL is uh, what I've learned over my three seasons in it is that you – Confidence is key in this league um, and, and, and believing in yourself, going out there and scoring a touchdown, going out there and, and breaking some tackles. It changes a player. Um, and realistically, uh, for me, it did carry over. It's carried over ever since that game. It's carried over in my confidence and how I feel about myself on the field. Um, being a guy that's undrafted, you have you, you're not you don't have as many opportunities as guys that go in those early rounds. So getting that confidence is key for a guy like me. So, you know, that, that game with the Bills that I had those two touchdowns and then this past one with, with the Giants and everything, that's, that's, they're just rolling off of each other. And I'm, I'm hoping to keep that going um, and continue to produce for this team and, and help this team in any way that I can. All right, so let's talk about the preseason game then. You head in. What were your goals heading into that game, and, and were you able to achieve them? Yeah, the, the main goal for me was just to show show the coaches and show the staff that I can produce whenever I'm given a chance, uh, no matter when that would be, um, late game, early game, special teams, non-special teams, whatever my opportunity was to be on the field, I wanted to make it known that I was on the field in that moment, and, and I, I think I did a solid job at doing that, and I hope to go and do it again this weekend. Giant fans got a taste of it. How would you describe your running style to Giant fans? Uh, physical guy, I like to get downhill. Um, you know, I hope to hope to break a few runs, show a few people my speed and stuff, so that I can I can outrun some guys too. But uh, but yeah, I'm a physical back, and you know, I, I love I love grinding it in, trying to get those short yardage because I'm a guy that thinks you know you might hit me one time, but you got to do it again and you got to do it again, and I'm gonna come right back for you. So now you could tell me I'm way off base here, but you know I've been watching, I've been with the Giants since 2007, right? So I've been I've watched a million practices. I have trouble judging running backs off of these practices, right? Because the whole biggest part of running back's game, guys are trying to tackle you and you're trying to stop them from tackling you. You know what you can't do in practice? You can't tackle. So is for you, do you have to really get in a game situation, you know, aside from knowing your assignments, right, to show your ability, your physical talent as a running back? Do you have to show that in games? Is it hard to show them everything you got in practice? Yeah, I think you can show flashes of it in practice for sure. Um, you know, you can always tell when a guy runs through a hole and he makes contact with a backer what could be in that situation. You know, obviously we're not going to the ground most of the time, but, you know, usually you can kind of get a sense. Um, so kind of just showing flashes of that here and there. And then in games, that's when you let it loose and, and you you, know, you could talk to Coach Smith about it on game days. I'm, I'm a super positive person all the time. You could talk to anybody, but on game days, I'm a different guy. And uh, yeah, I'm a very angry guy on game days intentionally. Um, but but I think that helps me unlock that physicality that I run with. Um, it helps me feel like you know you know I'm the baddest man on the field. And and if you're coming at me, you're gonna have to bring everything you got plus your boys on the, on the side to to try to take me down. That's how I think. Now, you've talked about running the ball. You've talked about special teams. The other thing as a running back you got to do is contribute in the pass game, right? you got to be able to catch the ball. More importantly, you got to pass protect. Where do you think you are in, in terms of that, and how do you show off in, in that area in that first preseason game? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Pass protection is huge and understanding the, uh, where your assignments are, where they're coming from, the different looks defenses have, how safeties can roll, all that type of stuff. Just kind of IDing those things. That's important. Um, but I think I did well in the pass pro game. I uh, wish I would have did a little bit more with the catch that I did have in the game. Uh, <laughs> it's coming off of a kick return and, and a few big runs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, now um, ho hopefully I get to show that a bit more this game. I didn't really have any any blitzes during the game, really, um, and I had you know that one catch. So hopefully I can do that a bit more this week.
Were you leaving the game like, wait, 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 uh, other teams don't blitz like 60% of the snaps like our defense doesn't practice? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you, it was, it was so funny because you get so used to trying to distinguish the blitzes coming from our complex defense. And then, you know, the preseason, so I guess you could call it vanilla. Um, and, and the guys are just, if they show it, they're coming from there. Usually you got to kind of look around what, we, what we're doing right now. But, uh, but yeah, it was pretty vanilla. So um, hopefully Cincinnati kind of does the same thing, looking good on film and everything. But I uh, can go do that. You know, I was talking to Jay Sean about this too. How much does going up against that defense and everything they throw at you really help you prepare for what you're going to see in a regular season game? Yeah, no, that's that's huge. Um, our defense. I don't. I don't know of a lot of other teams that are doing what we're doing right now on defense as far as as far as that and, and luckily like you know I've been in the league so I've seen a good bit of defenses and that's a that's a tough one for sure so I'm um, going against that every day I think that'll benefit our team in the long run you know like I said if we can get that one down if we can take care of that I think we'll be we'll be pretty pretty stout this season you talked about your physical style liking to deliver hits on special teams does that help you with with, with pass pro because I know a lot of that is willingness right willing you know you got a guy that probably outweighs you by 30 pounds 40 pounds sometimes and you just kind of have to anchor on the edge right for sure for sure you got to stick your face in there and, and be willing to to take a hit and deliver it at the same time a lot of guys in this league you got some really good guys that are good with their hands so trying to get make that contact before they're able to move those make their moves that's important also you got the bull rushers and those are the ones I enjoy because I'm like come on let's do it you know come on <laughs> Come on straight downhill, but uh, but no, uh, but yeah, that that's that's a key thing in pass blocking, being able to stick your face in there and be physical with them. All right, you mentioned how you know you're familiar with what Brian Dable wants to do because you're obviously with him in Buffalo last year. How similar in the end is the offense you guys are running now to compared to what you guys did in Buffalo? Because you know Mike Caffas kind of added a little bit of juice in there too, doing some different things. Yeah, yeah and it, it's a mix. Uh, they've done a great job at kind of integrating everything together between what Kafka wants and what Dave's wants, and um, you know some terminology is the same, some's different. Um, but at the same time, you know it's it's a mix. We've got two really great offensive minds at the top calling our plays and. As, a, as an offensive player, I don't think you could ask for much more than those two guys calling it for you right now. Do you get a sense of the type of mismatches and different issues you can give defenses based on the type of things you guys are doing offensively? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I, luckily, I learned that in Buffalo with, with the stuff that we did. Um, and now with what Kafka's added to it and, and the ideas he has, then you're seeing what they did in KC. Um, and now you're like, goodness gracious, you know, if we get this thing clicking, nobody's going to be able to match up in, in realistically because we're going to try to what they do is they'll find those matchups on the field that that just don't add up um, and we take advantage of it that's the game of football you you find the weakness and you attack it and you attack it and you attack it until they fix it usually when they fix it there's another one that pops up on the other side so that's what they're really good at we talked to colin johnson and a bunch of the receivers about pre-snap motion last week how it impacts the receiver position how does that jet sweep motion help you right because you have that flash in front of you maybe linebackers eyes moves, maybe their feet, feet even move right but then you're getting the handoff can you tell me about talk to me about how some of that pre-snap motion can help open up things in the running game for your group yeah yeah football is nothing but a game of angles realistically and, uh, and we can, if we can get those linebackers to take a step to the right when we're trying to go left you know that'll let those linemen work up and secure that edge a little bit a little bit better for us to see so um, you know football is nothing but angles if we can change those the trajectory of where they're moving and everything you know it's, it's good for us so the motions I love them you know, we don't we motion here and there out of the backfield, um, go to empty sometimes, come back, all that stuff. But at the same time, those receiver motions are key. You know, it tells us if there's a blitz coming from certain sides, it, you know, safety's rotation, linebacker bump, man to man coverage zone, whatever it is. You know, those motions are key. How much has your knowledge of this offense, what Brian Dable wants, helped you kind of hit the ground with your feet going when you got here in the spring? It was it was uh, it was very nice to uh, to not have to, you know, 
learn a completely new offense. Um, but uh, at the same time, like I said, Calf added his his stuff. But but yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, I, I think I was able to hit the ground running. I think I didn't really miss a step from when I came from Buffalo. Um, so I was able to step in and, and contribute the way that I have so far. You know, even talking to the vets, I was talking to Sterling Shepard back in, boy, what was it, June, and he goes, man, this playbook, it's 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 thick, man. Like, this, this ain't easy stuff. So did you find yourself, like, almost like being like half an assistant coach in the running back room trying to tell these guys like the little nuances of all these plays yeah absolutely you've got to because the 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 plays are very complex this is a complex playbook and for me learning it uh, my rookie year was COVID year um so so we had I, I had learned all this stuff over zoom man so what I did was um I was at my dad's house back in North Carolina and I had the playbook and I said hey I'm gonna be in the room for a few days probably I gotta learn this playbook and it was about three days that I I just stayed in the room and I just made flashcards, went over the plays, went over plays until I memorized it to a point where if I hear a word that is one of our play calls, I just think of that play immediately, you know. So, um, you know, you really have to divert yourself into the playbook and kind of get an understanding of, um, you know, why the play is what it is, what it, you know, where where people are, you know, why you're running this it's route. It's concepts, right? Very, very much concept based because if you can understand the concept, you'll do your job better. All right, so I guess I'm going to follow up then, and I think you kind of half answered it already. So the language is a little bit different, right? There's a lot of words, and it's, it's, it's wordy. But the concepts, how much of these concepts are almost optional based on what the defense shows you? Is that what makes the playbook complicated, that you guys have options? What is it that kind of makes it so hard to, to, to kind of get this to click? Yeah, the, the, the playbook is basically, um, you know, each play has – different plays within the play basically um, and that's that's how you have to be because you don't know if they're coming out in zone or man right now so basically everything has those adjustments those options those hot routes those whatever we need in that moment within those plays and then you got 500 of them <laughs> so, so uh, you know that's that's what makes it complicated man I want to focus in on the run game before we say goodbye. Uh, right now, from what I watched in the first game, watching back the game, you guys are running a really big mix. There's some power, there's some zone, there's a lot of different run concepts. And I know it takes some time sometimes for the running backs and the offensive line to kind of feel each other out. Uh, is there an area where you guys, where you think you're a little bit more comfortable now with the zone or power, or, or do you think the whole thing is coming together? Yeah, yeah. Realistically, I think we can, we're pretty good at everything right now. Um, and I think we're still figuring out what we're best at. Um, I think the, this past game definitely showed that we can hit outside zones. We can hit, you know, inside zones, you know, uh, duos, powers, whatever we want to hit. Um, but right now it's like, what do, what do we want to be as a team? You know, what do we want to be in the running game? Um, and I think that's key, and I think we're going to continue to uh, look into that and see what we're best at. But at the same time, if we're good at everything, then that's even more dangerous, you know, as an offense. Just, you know, we want to run outside zone, we're going to do it. If we want to run inside zone, we're going to do it. Um, you line up over there and you got to stop us from doing it. That's, that's our mindset. And if we, can, if we can keep that going, I mean, who, who's going to stop it, you know? Final question. What are your goals for the preseason game coming up on Sunday? Just go and beat Cincy, man. Go and beat Cincy and uh, and, and enjoy it. Um, this will be my first time playing in this uh, stadium, um, so that will be exciting. I'm excited to see all the fans and, and can't wait to just to get out there on the field. Good stuff, Antonio. Thank you so much. Thank Best of luck. Thank you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Don't miss out on your chance to experience a premier hospitality experience watching Giant Games and world-class concerts in 2022 as a Giant Suite partner. Limited full-season locations are available, or you can place a deposit for individual games. Call 888-NYG-1925, or you can go visit Giants.com slash suites for more information. So the Giants, again, second preseason game, taking on the Bengals on Sunday night. Uh, another week of competition where a lot of the younger players on this roster, like Jay Sean Corbin, like Antonio Williams, will have a chance to show this coaching staff what they can do. And we did hear from Brian Dable earlier in this week that the guys that perform well and play well, whether it's in practice or games, will get more playing time and they will get more opportunities. So with only one more preseason game left after Sunday night, it'll be the next to last opportunity for these guys to really prove that they deserve playing time. They deserve more of a run in the third preseason game, maybe more reps with the first or second team in practice. That will give them a chance to earn a roster spot as they try to cut down to the 53-man roster on August 30th. The deadline on that Tuesday is 4 p.m., and then you will have waivers the following day. They have to be submitted by noon on Wednesday, and then they get announced at 1 o'clock on Wednesday as they try to figure that out and what the Giants' final 53 is going to look like. But again, it'll be a lot of competition at a lot of different positions. Brian Dable and Joe Shane are trying to figure out what they want this roster to look like, what's important to them. The Giants also navigating injuries at different positions as well. So we'll see what guys can step up in the game on Sunday and show this coaching staff in front office that, yeah, we belong. We need to be on this final 53 as the Giants try to narrow down some of their decision-making as the preseason rolls on. The Giants' final preseason game is on Sunday, August 28th against the Jets. That is a 1 o'clock start, but again, Sunday's game is at 7 o'clock. You can tune into WFAN, 6 p.m. Giants pregame show, Bud Light Giants game day, and then after the game, you'll have Pepsi Giants extra point. Lance Meadow, myself, Jeff Eagles, Paul Dettino will have all uh, the analysis. Uh, on the game will be Chris Carino and Howard Cross. Dettino on the sideline. I'll be in the locker room after the game doing my interviews because we're back post-COVID and we're in person again, which is fantastic. So make sure you check out all that coverage. And, of course, Big Blue Kickoff Live will be coming your way at 2 o'clock on Friday. And then for the next two weeks after, it'll be a 3 o'clock start for the show. And then hopefully we'll have our final regular season schedule, and that'll carry us through the entire regular season. My name is John Schmelk. Thank you to Jay Sean Corbin. Thank you to Antonio Williams. Two really nice kids, too, by the way. And, you know, one thing I've noticed the guys that Brian Dable and Joe Shane have really brought in, they're just really good guys, nice guys. As Antonio Williams mentioned, not so nice on game day. He becomes a little bit of a different type of fella, which is what you like to see. He's more of a power back. So, again, just the type of guys they've brought into this locker room have, have really been a pleasure to talk to 
uh, so far this offseason. Thanks for being with us on the Giants Huddle Podcast. And we're going to have a lot of good Giant Huddles coming your way uh, before the season. We'll have Mike Sando coming up next week, national reporter for The Athletic. We'll talk a little bit about the Giants, the Hall of Fame stuff in there too. Um, we're going to have a, another Her Playbook coming up next week. We're going to have our first draft season podcast coming your way. Uh, the following week, leading up to the college football season, which opens in earnest on September 1st. That'll post, I think, the morning of September 1st. Tony Pauline, Eric Crocker, and I are working on a guest for that episode, hoping to get uh, Bruce Feldman, who is that freaks list, for The Athletic. So all that coming your way. We'll have a Beat Writers Roundtable before the season starts, trying to get a couple other fun guests as well uh, as we get ready for the Giants season in 2022. It's just about three weeks away, folks. A lot of fun. I'm John Schmoke. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next time on the Giants Huddle. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.